here's a message from Ken Lavica. We heard some extremely sad news yesterday, but I don't want this to be a sad show. In fact, we're going to celebrate today. We're going to tell stories. We're going to appreciate the great Bobby Bowden. Joe Rigotti hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Bobby Bowden was certainly a gut punch yesterday, but we are going to celebrate the legendary Florida State head coach, and we're going to do so while he can still appreciate it. Too often someone passes, and then we memorialize them, and then we show appreciation for them. Well, while we still have Bobby with us, we're going to do it, and we're going to do it today. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. We are on the road today. We are in Indianapolis at Lucas Oil Stadium. It is day one of Big Ten Media Days, and we have drama. Trev Alberts, the new Nebraska athletic director, addressing the media right now. Is he going to retain Scott Frost? What are his goals and his visions for Nebraska? All of those things being answered uh, right now by Trev Alberts, who, by the way, well quaffed. I mean, just outstanding hair. Scott Frost, on the other hand, uh, he looks like a man who's been in Lincoln, Nebraska way too long. He is broken. He is battered. Uh, Joe Rigotti back in West Palm in the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of what I'm assuming is is a hot and humid and sunny intracoastal. Uh, and before we talk, Bobby, uh, if any of you remember, because this became a bit with Evan Cohen at my expense, the last time I was at Big Ten Media Days was 2016. It was in Chicago, not Indianapolis, uh, where we find ourselves this year. And I, over two days, got one notable guest, and that was Joel Klatt the number one in-game analyst at Fox. Not a notable coach, not a notable player. As you can imagine, there's not a lot of South Florida products uh, in the Big Ten, certainly not compared to the ACC where Coquella's at or in the SEC. So I got one, one, and that's Joel Klatt. Uh, So today we're off to a roaring start compared to 2016. We've already been passed on by new Illinois head coach Brett Bielema, And uh, I did talk with former Wisconsin Athletic Director Barry Alvarez at breakfast with me having a mouthful of omelet and cheese hanging from my lips. So that's the start we're off to here at Big Ten Media Day. Oh, yeah, and I've been stood up by the president of the 2022 Indianapolis Host Committee, Susan Bauman, uh, who uh, I, as a favor, uh, accepted as a guest, uh, and she has not shown. So other than that, things are going splendidly here at Lucas Oil Stadium. It is the Capital One Orange Bowl Media Tour presented by Duffy's Sports Grill, and that's where we're going to find ourselves here the next two days on Ken Levick Alive. While we found out yesterday that the great FSU legend Bobby Bowden has a terminal condition, his days are numbered, and uh, he took it upon himself, as did his family, to announce the news. And it's obviously a blow. And for me, uh, I saw Florida State and the glory years from afar. I was not in Florida yet uh, when Bobby Bowden was at his peak. But 
uh, as a kid growing up in Chicago, uh, people need to understand that uh, Chicago, not a college football crazy area, but Miami and Florida State always meant something, even up there. And Bobby Bowden was a recognizable face, even in the Midwest. He was synonymous with greatness. He was synonymous with winning. He was synonymous with championships. There was a level of respect that he had in the Midwest that I think would make any Florida State fan or any Southeast college football fan be appreciative. He's someone that I've met a couple of times over the last several years. I actually feel like I know Bobby Bowden more through Howard Schnellenberger. May he rest in peace. Because Howard had so much respect. I mean an immense amount of respect and love and camaraderie with Bobby Bowden. Uh, so I heard so many Bobby stories through Howard. Um, and so this is, whenever it happens, going to be an immense loss. However... Too many times we're just not given the opportunity to do what I want to do today, and that is tell stories and have fun and remember those that we've grown to love until they're gone. We don't get that opportunity often. They pass, and then we memorialize. But we do have an opportunity, while Bobby is still with us, to tell stories about him. So many of you have met him. So many of you have a direct connection to him because he made himself available to absolutely everybody. So many of you, even if you've never met him, felt a connection to him because you saw him on Sunday morning, the Florida State Coaches Show, on Fox Sports Florida and on Sun Sports, or because you were a young, impressionable sports fan watching him on Saturdays. Or maybe he showed up in your hometown to recruit someone from your local high school. Maybe, just maybe, you heard him speak one time and you said, man, that sounds like grandpa. Bobby Bowden was a lot of things to a lot of different people. And look at me even slipping up now, talking about him in the past tense. Bobby Bowden is a lot of things to a lot of people. He's not gone yet. He announces he has a terminal condition, but he's still with us. And we have the opportunity to talk about him today. And I think that's important. So I want to open this up. And I appreciate everybody for hanging with us yesterday with some of our phone issues. Those are rectified, fully fixed. It's open, and we can get this thing rolling. I want you to remember Bobby Bowden. I want you to tell stories of Bobby Bowden. What was it about Bobby Bowden that uh, that you connected with as a sports fan? Because we've been getting some heavy stories on social media, and I'm going to share those as well. But let's hear your Bobby Bowden stories today. He's alive. He's still here. And we have an opportunity to still be able to talk about the man. Bobby Bowden stories. When did you first realize how great he was? How did he connect to you? Your Bobby Bowden stories. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet us at ESPN West Palm, but I want to hear your Bobby Bowden stories today. And I know that there's a lot of high school football coaches in the area that had a lot of connection to Bobby Bowden. Obviously, whether it be along the coast or whether it be in the muck or whether it be South County, whether it be North County or in the Treasure Coast, you don't even have to be a Florida State fan 
to appreciate Bobby Bowden. I can't tell you how many Canes fans I've seen that have expressed their goodwill towards Bobby Bowden after the revelation that he's been diagnosed with what he puts a, quote, terminal condition. But let's talk about Bobby Bowden today. Let's remember the good things about Bobby Bowden while he's still here. 888-760-3776. Coach Clark on Twitter tweets, I was about 24 years old, and I was literally in the best shape of my life. I was playing in an FSU fundraiser golf tournament that Coach Bowden was at. I met him afterwards, and he grabbed me and started hugging me and shaking me, saying, boy, you got any eligibility left? That's the type of Bobby Bowden story that I think you end up hearing over and over and over again. Always making himself accessible. Always being a man of the people. Like, let's be clear, Bobby Bowden was a good old boy. He had no problem sitting down, whether you were an athlete, whether you were a fan, whether you were just some random person. He had something to say. He wanted to talk to you. He wanted to get to know you. Like, that's rare now. That's really rare now. And Bobby Bowden came to his peak and came into his coaching own, building up Florida State at a time where college athletics wasn't as super media commercialized as it is now. Like, I want you to think about this. I'm sitting at Big Ten Media Days, okay? And there are SIDs who are guarding these coaches like Fort Knox, And they have detailed itineraries marching them around for five, six-minute interviews with media members. There's God knows how many radio shows here. There's got to be 25 different 30 radio stations here. And TV networks through the Big Ten and Fox, they're here. And so everything is very generic. Everything is very stringent. Uh, Everything is very categorized. Like Bobby Bowden, he was perfect for his time. Because he could just sit and hold court. That's what Bobby Bowden did. And I love that story because Bobby Bowden at a golf outing is just being a man of the people. And then there's this story from Toby Shrebnik. Again, from Twitter. I was freelancing for Jacksonville Sports Magazine in 1997 and was assigned a story about the history of Chief Osceola and Renegade. I knew I had to interview Bobby because he was the one who helped bring it all to life. I call Sue Hall, his legendary assistant, explain why I'm calling, and she says, hold on. I assume she's going to come back on the phone with a time and a date for an interview. Instead, I'll never forget what happened next. This is Bobby Bowden. I was stunned. He then spent 15 minutes with me on the phone answering all kinds of questions about the subject. He had a total recall at age 68 about how San Diego State's mascot inspired the creation of FSUs. I did not know that. And he went through all of the nuances of why he felt it was so important for the program at the time. He was gracious with his time. And when the story came out, Sue told me they were recommending my article to kids for book reports if they needed information on the mascot. I could have never written any of it without speaking with Bobby and he's didn't have to get on the phone with a freelancer to tell his recollection. I still have a copy to this day. I'll never forget how nice Bobby was in helping me with the story. He's always been generous with his time, as I'm sure you know. And I do know that, but that really reinforces it. What are your Bobby Bowden stories? Because too often someone passes and then we tell our stories. Then we remember them. I think while he's still here, we know that his days are numbered, but while he's still here, it's important to tell stories. 
and remember Howard Schnellenberger. 888-760. Remember Bobby Bowden, and I'll tell you about Howard Schnellenberger in a second. Your Bobby Bowden stories, 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And then you can tweet at us, at ESPN West Palm. The reason I had that slip there, mention Howard Schnellenberger, is because I was thinking – that I missed this opportunity with uh, with Howard, and it it sucks, and it still eats at me because I um I spent a long time working with Howard at FAU, a long time, an awful long time. I mean, so much time that uh, I named my my dog after Howard Schnellenberger. I mean, he, his name is Howard. I've talked about it on social media, uh, but that's what my wife and I decided we wanted to to name our dog. She's a huge Canes fan, and I'm the FAU guy. And uh, Howard was an electric and a magnetic personality, and he ended up, while being sick for a long time, I never took the opportunity to actually publicly tell stories about him and remember him and celebrate him. And then when I was in the transition from the home team to this show, the week I took off as is, is we made that move is when Howard passed away. And while Brian McLovin Rowitz and I, who both were very close to him, ended up doing a, a show in memoriam about Howard, we didn't actually get to, to, to do that show and tell the stories and, and have Howard actually fully appreciate it. So I think this is where we have to take advantage of this. And that's why I want your Bobby Bowden stories at 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Anthony Davis at FSU Bones tweets, playing golf in Tallahassee when I was a student, saw a coach out practicing where I'm sure he thought no one would bother him. We drove up anyway to say hello, and he took a few minutes to chat with us, nice as could be. Man of the people. Rick Smith, Boca Bowl a few years ago. I had a chance to talk to him. He was very nice. He took the time to talk with me and my friend Bobby on my phone. He called his buddy, and uh, Bobby Bowden had a phone conversation with his friend. I, I mean, that's insane. That's so good. And that's the way Bobby was. He would do anything for anyone. Uh, JMP. Uh, he has a great story, our own JMP. 18-year-old me calls up Bobby Bowden's executive assistant at FSU to see if he'd had any interest in talking to the snot-nosed student radio guy at the U. Get a call to my dorm room the next day from the assistant. Coach Bowden is ready to talk to you now. I mean, I'm telling you, this is abnormal stuff. This is stuff that is largely unique to Bobby Bowden, the way he made himself available. Like, I am sitting in the same room right now as James Franklin, as Brett Bielema, as Scott Frost. Tomorrow, I'll be sitting with Ryan Day. Jim Harbaugh just walked by me. And I'm going to need some sort of sales pitch, some sort of secret code, some sort of called-in connection to get access to some of these guys. Meanwhile, JMP, a student at Miami, called Bobby Bowden's office and the next day, he got a call to his dorm room from one of the greatest coaches of all time. How is that even possible? The man's unique. The man's one of a kind. 
That's proof of it. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Bill Powers, the great Bill Powers, former Jupiter Christian uh, state championship head coach. I had the opportunity to drive Coach Bowden, his wife, daughter, and granddaughter to and from the Boca Raton Bowl a few years ago. I thought it was just going to be him. I pulled into PGA National, and he was waiting with his family. Drove through the entrance, told my wife and daughter needed to get their own ride. Drove back through and picked him up. Literally the nicest guy I ever met. He stopped and talked to every fan. He has a memory like an elephant. Definitely one of the highlights of my life. That is a really cool story. But I also like this one from Patrick Reppel. Remember watching Bobby Bowden's show on Sunday morning. We were not FSU fans, but the show was awesome. This is the thing. Bobby Bowden spanned fan bases. I've never actually met anybody, a Canes fan, that hates Bobby Bowden. There's always a begrudging sometimes or sometimes just an overwhelming respect for him. Like, I asked my wife about this. How do you feel about Bobby Bowden? She said, oh, I love him. I love him. And she's as hardcore Canes fan as you're going to get, like doing weird things at tailgates and uh, taking shots and calling out players and uh, doing the whole thing. And she loves and loved Bobby Bowden. I've never met a Canes fan who did not love Bobby Bowden. Mark Knoll tweets at us. So one time Bobby Bowden said, if Howard Stellenberger never left Miami, Howard would have been considered the greatest college football coach of all time. Sad news about Bobby. Prayers to the family. That's classy stuff, and appreciate that, Mark. Bobby Bowden has announced that he has, as they put it, a, quote, terminal condition. We don't know how much longer he has. We do know that this is a great time to tell stories, a good time to remember Bobby Bowden, who in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast especially uh, has made an incredible impact. And even up until a couple of years ago was making appearances in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. What are your Bobby Bowden stories? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And do it up on Twitter as well, at ESPN West Palm. I'm Ken Levick. It's Ken Levick Alive. We're on the Capital One Orange Bowl Media Tour presented by Duffy's Sports Grill. And Pat Fitzgerald of Northwestern has just begun his press conference. We're at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. And Ken Levick Alive is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. Joanne McCalley, the longtime Michigan State college basketball coach, Duke college basketball coach, went to a national championship with Michigan State in 05. Uh, four-time ACC Coach of the Year at Duke and was one of the best coaches in the women's game despite battling bipolar disorder. She speaks with the FAU MBA Sport Management Program tonight uh, 7 o'clock and it is really personified how great the FAU MBA Sport Management Program is when you're able to get someone like her with her ilk and she is able to teach guidance and that's what Dr. Jim Reardon does with the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. It's guidance. It's getting you prepared, getting you ready for the sports industry. That's the whole point of this. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program and there is no program that does it better when you're getting a sport management MBA than at FAU. FAU.edu slash MBA sport. That's FAU.edu slash MBA sport, the FAU MBA sport management program. We're taking your Bobby Bowden stories. Again, he has announced that he has a terminal condition 
and I feel strongly about the fact that we remember him now, so we are not doing this after he passes. We may as well remember him and his greatness while he's still with us. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's go to Jupiter. Let's bring in John. John, you're on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, John. Hey there. How are you doing? Good. Good. So I'm actually, uh, I graduated from Florida State in 2019. I was a uh, walk-on on the football team. So I was there during uh, mm-hmm. the transition from Jimbo to Willie Taggart. And one of the things that Coach Taggart did when he started was he brought in Coach Bowden a lot. We, we got we got to watch that Bowden Dynasty video. And for a lot of us, that was the first time we got to meet Coach Bowden. And he came in and spent, I want to say, you know, two hours after practice, talked to wow. every individual player. Didn't matter if you were a walk-on or five-star scholarship guy. He would come in and you know, if you ever had, he, he would always talk about, you know, his faith and how strong he was with that. And you could just tell from the relationship he had with his assistant coaches, you know, Odell Hagens and Mark Rick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know if you saw him talk about that on the ACC network yeah. the other day, but yep. just one of the most outstanding individuals. And then, you know, when you played football that long, you have a lot of really cool coaches that teach you a lot of different things and to have only met Coach Bowden five to six times, I want to say, the impact he left on me and, and a lot of my teammates was just tremendous. He was just you one f- of the best guys I've ever met. You feel like you meet him once and you feel like you've known him forever. Like It, it is a rare trait to be able to connect with, with so many people on in one shot like Bobby Bowden did and for him to spend time after a practice for two hours and do that that is a that is a rare individual and appreciate the call John and thank you for the Bobby Bowden story there's so many stories similar to that oh yeah he hung around for an hour and a half oh yeah he hung around for two hours oh yeah he was talking with everybody oh yeah he was signing autographs he was taking pictures he loved doing events in fact uh after uh and his health has been failing for for a while now but certainly has been expedited it appears since uh he caught COVID over the summer but uh a couple of months ago was his final appearance uh at an event in Tallahassee and he told media that he felt great just being able to get out of the house. That's his natural element, is to be around people, is to be uh, around the the community and uh, what a loss it's going to be when Bobby Bowden does indeed pass but while he's still around I think it's important to to tell his stories 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 when we return here from Indianapolis on Ken Levick alive Giannis Antetokounmpo he has gone the unconventional route when it comes to celebrating his NBA championship, and I knew this was a bad idea when we talked about it, sending Coquel out on his own to Charlotte, unsupervised for ACC Media Days, and boy, has he been busy. We are going to uh, we're going to relive some of his greatest moments from ACC Media Days, including something that I, I almost dropped him from this show when I heard about it yesterday uh, on Evan Cohen here on ESPN 106.3. Coquel is on the way. Uh, it's Ken Levick alive. And we're in Indy on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken Levick Live. Call the show now at 888-760-3776. Here's Ken and Coquel. Coquel's been busy at ACC Media Days for good reasons and for bad reasons. And... Uh, 
Uh, I need Coquel to explain himself here, uh, so we're about to bring him on. Ken Levick alive. Uh, I am coming to you from Indianapolis, Lucas Oil Stadium, Big Ten Media Days, day number one. Coquel is in Charlotte for ACC Media Days. Don't forget to uh, subscribe to the Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel podcast, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to it, get it right to your phone. That's the Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel podcast. And Pat Lawler of Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys, our sports law and sports agent insider will join us here in a couple of minutes on Ken Levick Alive. All right, joining us from uh, Charlotte is Coquel. Uh, Coquel, I know you're very, very busy. I know that you have guests just lined up for you, so I'll try and keep this quick, okay? Yeah, I got Clemson coming up. I got their guard, Brockhorst, and uh, Dabo coming up, so I got to get mm-hmm. done with you really fast. All right, fine. If you need to leave, you can leave. But I need you to first answer to this yesterday from Evan Cohen what what took place here. So they were talking about the one lone porta potty in uh, that that big fan section in Milwaukee outside of the Bucks Arena, and uh, the question came up: What is a bathroom? Define a bathroom. And you did this. Well, Coquel just did something that is really, really pathetic. Uh, Coquel, can you explain to Jeanette and to everyone listening right now what you have done? Uh, I just was listening to your conversation on the the stream. I told Alexa to play ESPN 106.3. And you guys were talking about what is a bathroom, what is not. And I thought I was texting you guys, but I was texting our engineer, Rick, a very professional person who puts our whole radio station together. No. And I texted him. Does this mean my pants are a bathroom? What? No, you did not. No, you did not, Coquel. Yeah. Coquel, yeah, answer uh, to that. that. Happened. Why, why did I, that I happen? Want... How did that happen? I thought I was texting Evan and Jeanette, being all cool behind the scenes guys, sending the old radio host to text. But uh, apparently I sent our engineer that, and I have not heard from him once today. <laughs> oh, no, seriously? So you've tried to make amends. You've tried to reach out, and he hasn't gotten back to you? Yeah, we had something we needed fixed, and he hasn't gotten back to me. He's probably fixing it, but he just doesn't want to talk to me. I'm sure he went through other people. I don't blame him. I'm trying to put myself in that spot. If someone randomly texted me, does that mean my pants are a bathroom? I'm not sure how I would respond to that and if I'd want to communicate with that person any longer. Well done, Coquel. I still haven't uh, got I, I- I still haven't gotten an answer, though. Are my pants a bathroom? No one will let me know. <laughs> you should text him today. Hey, Rick, so about that question I asked yesterday, <laughs> do you have an answer to that? I'm waiting. Um, we know yesterday We know yesterday that, uh, that you did the following in an interview where you're just making NIL deals. Let's relive that. Name, image, and likeness. That's, I'm sure you've been asked about that 37 <laughs> times today. How has that process been going for you? And just as, as a team, how has it been going discussing it with everybody? Uh, process has been going well. You know, I haven't really signed anything yet. You know, just trying to focus on the, the main goal, which is football. Yes, so I was going to hit you up and make you represent Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel, and but we can only pay you in Duffy's gift cards. Does that work out? <laughs> Man, we can have a conversation <laughs> about that. <laughs> has, uh, has HR reached out to you yet about you just making side deals with players? No, we're good, guys. No one listens to our show. That's important at our station. So we're fine. <laughs> no, that's not a concern. Not at all. Uh, Coquel <laughs> at uh, ACC Media Days in Charlotte. I'm Ken Levicka. Trust me, I have a lot of time on my hands here in Indianapolis. Coquel, this is going about as well for me as it did in 2016. <laughs> <laughs>
uh, at this point. Uh, so, so you also, interview extraordinaire, uh, let's listen to this first clip uh, where I don't know what happened here, but it sounds like you had a brain lapse. Let's hear this. And, uh, you know, excited about his future. Now we're, we are acting, we're here in person, like we're out of the pandemic. <clears throat> What happened there? What are you even trying to say? Who are you talking to, and what are you trying to say there? That was Bob Revolden of the University of Miami. That was our full interview right there. You can hear more of that by downloading the podcast or listening to our special tomorrow, 5 to 6. Oh, my God. I don't even know. I, like, I don't even know how to decipher what. And then you finished it off with the cough, and that was really the exclamation point to the whole thing. And then you had can another I, instance honest, where – yeah. Oh. Hold on, Kevin, before you get into me dying again on air, um, that cough was fake. I got caught up in my words, and I tried to act like I was choking. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. You are on the radio. Oh, Coquel, I love you so much. I love you so much. Here's the second uh, instance of you dying yesterday at ACC Media Days. Found myself falling into radio, so it wasn't earned. It was kind of just given this opportunity. <laughs> that is your. What are you even talking about? That was the word earned, just in case you wanted to know. Wow, man. That, and who were you talking to there? That was with Bronco Mendenhall, head coach of Virginia. <laughs> good, 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 good. Making, making a lot of good impressions, which included North Carolina head coach Mac Brown, the national champion, the media extraordinaire. This is how Coquel opened a recorded interview with Mac Brown. We are live here at the Orange Bowl Capital. Ah, sorry. First- <laughs> <laughs> oh, Coquel. But then I'm trying to decide this next thing we're going to hear. You have Mackenzie Milton. You have the Florida State quarterback, former UCF quarterback, Mackenzie Milton. And I'm trying to decide if you're joking or taking a shot at him. Let's listen to this. We are joined by a national champion. Don't get to say that often. Mackenzie Milton joins wow. us here on the show. I want to start with that. Did Are you disrespecting Mackenzie Milton? Are you making fun of him? No. No, he is a national champion. He actually played with Jonathan Gepka, who I coached at Olympic Heights. And we get into that. You can hear that tomorrow as well. But, yeah, no, he, he agrees. He is a champion. He said that Florida State needs to start recognizing it on his profile. All right, all right, all right. I just thought you were taking a shot, and I'm like, wow, that's very disrespectful, Coquel. But are we also, done now? Do we have any more? Any more? Yeah, one more, one more, one more. Oh no! This no, is the Coupe de Grace. This oh, is the Coupe de Grace. This is. I promise you that this is going to make those of you listening cringe. This is Dino Babers. This is the Syracuse head coach, Coquel, getting some 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 face time with Babers. Uh, it turns political. There's some vaccine talk, and then it turns into some weird uh, sexual admittance talk. I've never heard this before, and I'm sure Dino hadn't either. Here's Coquel opening up his life story and apparently his bedroom to Dino Babers. I grew up, and I'm going to bring up the cultural difference. I'm a white man. My wife is a black woman. She doesn't trust the vaccinations yet. There's a cultural difference between me and her. I'm vaccinated. She's not. So we have a battle inside my own house, my own bedroom. You know, there's that battle going on. Other battles, too, that she wants me to get out of there. But, you know, whatever. Um, There's that battle. What are you doing? Can I need to. What what are you doing? I have no one to talk to here. I thought Coach Babers seemed like a friendly guy, and I can open up to him a little bit. Oh, oh man! Can, can we, provided Clemson people aren't there yet, Rigotti? Can we hear that one more time? Because I want to make sure I get the wording right about the bedroom talk between Coquel and Dino Babers and Coquel's wife. 
I grew up, and I'm going to bring up the cultural difference. I'm a white man. My wife is a black woman. She doesn't trust the vaccinations yet. There's a cultural difference between me and her. Mm. I'm vaccinated. She's not. So we have a battle inside my own house, my own bedroom. Mm. You know, there's that battle going on. Other battles, too, that she wants me to get out of there. But, you know, whatever. Um, there's that battle. Oh, man. I love Coquel <laughs> unloading his marital woes on Dino Babers. What did uh, what did Dino Babers do? when? You, like, what was his physical reaction to you saying that? Well, his eyes gave a little shocked look, but then he just started laughing. And actually, we had fun the rest of the interview. He's a great dude. He's a really, really fun dude to talk to. Coquel, in all seriousness, like I am, I am super pumped that you are getting literally everybody who's worth a damn in the ACC. That's awesome. I also am having deep regret for sending you unsupervised to ACC Media Days, but I also do appreciate the fact that you are knocking out guests at an incredible rate. So good work. And Friday's going to be busy for us, Coquel, because we're going to take all of the things that you do and the small amount of content I'm apparently going to create here at Indy, and we're going to have a college football friday it's going to start at one o'clock with coquel all the best from acc media day at two o'clock all the best or whatever i can scrounge together here from big 10 media days and then at five o'clock we're going to have all of your florida state and miami interviews uh on espn 106.3 then a special edition of high school hysteria with you at six o'clock with all the locals the south florida guys palm beach county treasure coast that you talk to uh during the time at acc media day so college football fridays that's that's going to be legit must listen to radio yeah it's going to be awesome you know what else is must listen to radio and probably should have a supervisor is me and jmart at the palm beach kennel club this sunday ken oh yeah nine o'clock right hard market yeah, man, the sports card market is exploding, and you guys should come see for yourself Sunday at the PBKC Sports Card Show all day from 9A to 4P on the second floor of the Palm Beach Kennel Club. Over 60 vendor tables and featuring signed icons to buy, sell, and trade your cards. Enjoy a great food, a full bar, door prizes, and ESPN 106.3 broadcasting with me. You'll get more of what I just told Dino Babers about my bedroom and Jmart. He'll probably get into his bedroom as well. Best of all, admission <laughs> is free. The PBKC Sports Card Show, South Florida's premier sports card and memorabilia show this Sunday. More info at pbkennelclub.com. Why are they sending me and Jmart anywhere together? Well, after hearing that montage of ACC mastery, I'm sure they're regretting that decision like I am. Uh, real quick, before you talk with Dabo, what marital issue are you going to unload on him? I don't know. I'm just hoping he's never heard of our show or the things I've said in the past. <laughs> oh, man. You <laughs> might, want to delete, might want to delete that Twitter history before you talk to old Dabo there at Real Coach K. You might have to ask him about uh, pulling the scholarship of one of our local kids the day before signing day. Who knows? Oh, you never know. Find boy. out tomorrow. Oh, man. I'm actually legit nervous now. Woo-hoo. Coquel getting edgy, spicy. All right, buddy. Enjoy your uh, Clemson stuff and have a uh, safe trip home, okay? Ken, do I have permission from you to go all out at the last interview of the day? I can just run to my hotel room and onto the airplane. I'm telling you, uh, yes, yeah. Pl- I mean, please do. If you have the guts to sit across from Dabo and press him on that and on all this NIL stuff that he's been throwing out there over the last several years, like do it and then run to the plane. Just do it. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, now I'm blaming you. It's your fault. Bye. <laughs> That's Coquel. Uh, he'll be on tomorrow once again. He'll be back in uh, West Palm, and I'll still be here in Indy for Big Ten Media Days. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel. When we return here on Ken Levick Alive, what 
are we looking at now with bowl games? Are they going to take away the first round from home sites in an expanded college football playoff? And is the SEC doing the right thing, threatening forfeits to teams who have COVID outbreaks? We'll discuss that and more with our sports agent and sports law insider, Pat Lawler of Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Returnees. When we return to Indianapolis, I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken LaVica and Chris Coquel. In Indianapolis, the Capital One Orange Bowl Media Tour presented by Duffy's Sports Grill. And uh, it's uh, it's fun to, to sit down with someone I've not talked to in an awful long time. He's had a couple uh, coaching stops since the last time that I talked to him. But he is back in the Big Ten as the new head coach of the University of Illinois. It is Brent Bielema with us here on Ken Levick Alive. And, uh, Coach, I know Lucas Oil Stadium is someplace where <laughs> you've uh, you've done pretty well in the past with uh, back-to-back Big Ten titles. Welcome back to the Big Ten. Congratulations Thank on the you. Illinois job. How is how does it feel just to kind of be back in this Big Ten mix here? It's absolutely awesome. Kind of surreal today to uh, come in here to Lucas Oil and you know the last game I played as a head coach in this league was against Nebraska in a Big Ten championship, and uh, now to come back in and, and to come here to Media Day, which is transplanted because of the uh, you know uh, COVID. But uh, I would tell you this: to to be back in this league, to be back in this division, um, that's truly an exciting time. Coach is being modest because what he failed to tell you is the last time he coached here, uh, his team <laughs> hung seventy uh, yeah. on Nebraska in the Big Ten title game. Um, I I want to just real quick before we really dig in here, everything has come full circle here because my first professional job covering a team was in Madison, your 2007 Wisconsin squad. Uh, and uh, by the way, thank you. You were great to me that season. <laughs> but I do remember an instance as well of uh, that that season, Luke Swan, who mm. is one of the most beloved Wisconsin Absolutely. players of all time, walk-on, outstanding wide receiver. And football fans may remember him from the Dallas Cowboys reality show. He was on that. But he, at Illinois that season tore up his knee his year was ended and I asked you a question about it and it was the only time that year I saw you emotional Great, yeah. you had a connection with that kid um, just to get back and it's been a while since you've been back in the college game are those some of the things the relationships with the kids that you missed you know it, it probably is um, the NFL is a great place right won a Super Bowl um, you know with the Patriots and, and and had three great years of my life but it is a business right it's a business you could be coaching a young man pouring everything into him and the next day he could be traded or cut right mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he's not there so the the reality of the NFL is that that the development side of college football is awesome um, obviously uh, with the Orange Bowl and everything recruited you know I've signed over 100 players from South Florida right and and uh, to know that I can call on those guys to have relationships with them now 20 years later is truly just an awesome thing and Luke Swan in particular the player you referenced was a walk-on wide receiver who became a from Fenimore Wisconsin Mm -hmm. he actually uh, referenced and brought me a player uh, named Chris Maragos, who ended up playing about 10 years in the league and, and uh, was a walk-on. They had committed, uh, met at a Christian camp, and he was the one that gave me Chris's name, and that led me to another great player. Um, so it's the connections. It's the how point A, point B come together to make uh, make everything work. So it's 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 that part of those relationships that, yeah, does truly mean a lot to me. And in your time at Wisconsin and at uh, Arkansas, your main South Florida recruiter was Charlie, Charlie Partridge, yeah. former FAU head football right. coach. So another intersection between myself and Brett Bielema, 
Alabama. Also this, my parents are um, are both proud Illinois oh, well. grads. And so a uh, question from Greg and Joyce Levicka from Addison, <laughs> Illinois. They want to know, Coach, why is Illinois going to be a consistent contender under Brett Bielema? I, th- I think two, twofold. First, I think it's going to be built by people from Illinois, right? So our roster has got to be um, – one that that uh, if a player can help us win a Big Ten championship in the state of Illinois, we we got to keep them here or make every attempt that we can to keep them. Um, there's more uh, Division One players, about 35 to 40 every year, uh, that sign Power Five football scholarships. Now I can't sign every one of them, but right. we got to take our share. Uh, and then the second thing is, I think our athletic director Josh Whitman is a proud grad. Um, is a is a director of our athletics now. He walked the walk as a tight end, played in the NFL. He understands the balance of off academics and athletics, and uh, has has empowered us to sustain success. So I think that's the part. It's not just getting to the top of the mountain. It's it's getting there and staying there. And I think that's the part that gets us all excited. Uh, I, from a South Florida perspective, you were on our sister station ESPN Madison a couple of weeks ago and said, like, hey, I had an opportunity to potentially coach the Dolphins before oh, I left yeah. Wisconsin and, and went to Arkansas. Do you ever look back and wish that you would have at least given the NFL a shot? Um, it, you know, uh, before uh, my time this last three years, you know, I'd thought about it, but um, it, it just wasn't the right time, right place, right? It was uh, – um, we'd come off our second Big Ten championship. Um, it was the uh, the great feeling of winning a championship, but we lost a heartbreaker to Oregon. I had a lot of really good players coming back. You foreshadow to the next year we won another Big Ten championship to make it three in a row. Um, great organization, uh, and it was interesting. I was at New England when they hired Brian Flores, right? Mm-hmm. And and uh, I had told him that story and shared with him the ownership. And, and uh, uh, Stephen Ross had made reference to that to, to, to um, Flo when he interviewed for the job. So I, I'm just happy where I'm at. I think they're probably happy where they're at. Uh, but I, I would tell you the, the idea of coaching in the NFL had always been there, and I think now that I've – put that behind me with the last three years. Now I can concentrate on college football, hopefully for the rest of my career. Here with Illinois head coach Brett Bielema. I'm Ken Levicka here on ESPN 106.3. It's Ken Levicka Live. Uh, I worked with Lane Kiffin for several years at FAU. Yeah. And so when he came from Alabama, he was still Lane. I mean, good, sweet God, he was still Lane. But he also had some Sabanisms. Mm-hmm. And it, whether it was how he set up meetings or things that he said, what do you carry with you to Illinois from Belichick? Probably better ask my assistants, uh, but I, I would tell you this: like Coach um, was great to me. Uh, we had built up a great relationship. He had James White, great player from St. Thomas Aquinas, he drafted and still playing there, and one of their more valued players, both on and off the field. Uh, with Coach Belichick, I think some things I take every day is the, the desire to be better than you were today, uh, every day, right? Um, so, and in the constant competition amongst my assistant coaches to be better than the other assistant mm-hmm. coach, right? So no one wants to be a weak link in, in the internal drive. If you've got a group of coaches and support staff that are literally trying to raise the bar on a daily basis, that's when you got something. Um, but uh, as far as little ways of saying things and doing things, uh, we're probably kind of different people in certain <laughs> ways we communicate, but definitely in a lot of the same ways we do things. Uh, and so, again, coaches in Champaign taking over his second Big Ten program, and uh, Wisconsin comes into Champaign on October 9th. You are a former offensive coordinator now in charge, Paul Christ, bringing the Badgers in. Are you already looking ahead to that date? I know that Coach Beak would suggest, hey, one day at a time, Ken, yeah. one day at a time. But do you at least look at that a little bit and say, all right, well, that might be a little special? Well, uh, uh, twofold. First, right, obviously couldn't be more excited for Paul and the, and the success that he's had there uh, at Wisconsin. Uh, Coach Alvarez transitioning out from being the athletic director to now he's actually working in our conference. Um, still extremely close with those guys. So that's that's got a lot of, uh, you know, subtitles to it, I guess. But then the good 
powers that be also scheduled them to be homecoming. I was like, come on, of all teams, right? <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, just a connection. We don't need to make that game any bigger than it's already right. going to be. But um, it is what it is. And, and uh, I think there's probably a great uh, mutual respect, at least from me to them. Um, I know we got to win some games. They beat them two years ago uh, here in Champaign. So uh, I think a lot will uh, uh, play out before that. But I, I, I would tell you that we are very excited. And for me personally, to have an opportunity to play them in October. Just a couple more here with Illinois head coach Brett Bielema here at Big Ten Media Days. I'm Ken Levick. It is Ken Levick alive. Uh, who, who right? Now, I mean, who is Illinois' rival? Who are you taking aim at? Who do you need to make ground on? You know, uh, Ken, it's a great question. Um, I think the Big Ten West. Uh, you know, to get to the Big Ten championship game, the first thing you got to do is win the Big Ten West. And the Big Ten West has been won by Wisconsin and Northwestern the last five years. Wisconsin three times and Northwestern twice. Um, Northwestern won it last year. The year prior to that, they had only won three games, right? So it's not like you got to take a, a long time to build something up. You can you can turn this thing, you know, quickly and hopefully win a championship. So those two teams, but also, um, you know, I played it played at Iowa, right? So that's a natural one. I think our fan base would probably tell you Iowa and Northwestern are probably the two bigger rivals for them. Um, uh, but uh, they're all big, right? If they're in the Big Ten and they're in the Big Ten West especially, open up against Nebraska, um, kind of a newer team to the league, so that's a little bit different uh, uh, atmosphere. But they're all important, but those games probably stand out a little bit more than the rest. You think you need to infringe on Northwestern territory at all? And, 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 and as far as in recruiting, you mean? Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, Chicagoland and, you know, Evanston, um, you know, it's it's a part of Illinois, and it's very unique uh, to have two – you know, when I was at Wisconsin, it was the only Division One school in the state, yeah. right? And uh, when you're at Iowa, it's Iowa, but Iowa State is in a different conference, right? So it's very unique to have two two uh, uh, schools in the same state, in the same conference, in the same division, right? So we're going to naturally butt heads quite a bit. Um, a tremendous amount of respect for Pat and his staff and the way they do things. Really recruit against them a lot um, here in the state, but also uh, nationally. You know, they, they go out and recruit a lot of the same type of players that we do. So uh, it's a good rivalry. Uh, final question, and this comes from uh, from Jack Daniels, Cardinal Newman head coach. Uh, have you uh, ever been bitten by a crab? I have been bitten by a crab, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it was put on my chest by, by Jack uh, <laughs> in a safe environment where you should be sleeping. Uh, uh, it, uh, it was an early morning, and uh, we were down in the Keys, and uh, when it rained, you know, the crabs will come out of their holes, yeah. and, and uh, he decided to put one on my chest. And that wasn't the bad part. It was when I went to grab the crab that it bought on a, a bit onto my hand and uh, uh, caused a, a pretty significant cut and i haven't forgiven jack for that moment uh, to this day <laughs> and it probably is going to drive you crazy that i'm sure he's back in south florida laughing hysterically at that reliving yeah. that i'm now. very excited for him and his opportunity there at cardinal Newman. yeah really, without really question good. uh coach awesome to catch up with you thank you for taking the time welcome back to the big 10 it's a better league when you are uh, in it so we appreciate it and uh here's to a great illini season okay thank you Ken. appreciate it very much Bielema, illinois head coach when we come back we'll talk with pat lawler of lawler and associates it's ken living alive on espn 106 Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken LaVica and Chris Coquette. sure that we recognize that that interview with Brett Bielema had everything. It legit checked all of the boxes. We discussed the Dolphins, 
him not taking the Dolphins job several uh, years ago. It covered uh, the the fact that Brett Bielema used to recruit South Florida an awful lot at Wisconsin and Arkansas with former FAU head coach Charlie Partridge. So we hit the college angle there. And we also hit the high school angle with Brett Bielema telling the story of Cardinal Newman head coach Jack Daniels putting a crab on Bielema as he was sleeping and the crab proceeding to rip Bielema's hand open. So we legit Legit had the most wide-ranging interview we could have possibly done in South Florida with the head coach of the University of Illinois. Joining us now is our sports law and sports agent insider here on Ken Levick Alive, Pat Lawler of Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. And uh, Pat, down in South Florida, me in Indianapolis. Thank you for uh, the adjustment there, Pat. Appreciate it. Didn't mean to to boot you. I still love you very, very much, and so I'm glad you're uh, you're hanging with us. How about that story of, uh, of a local high school coach uh, putting a crab on Brett Bielema and uh, causing him uh, great physical distress. That's a good one, right? Well, I think uh, Jack is taking uh, his life in his hands because Brett's a big boy, and, you know, maybe uh, he had a few too many Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that that could very well be, Pat. Um, I, I, we're at Big Ten Media Days, but I also want to reference back to day one of the SEC where it was made very clear that if teams don't hit a vaccination threshold and they get sick and they don't have enough players to put a team on the field, there's no rescheduling. The SEC says we're forfeiting. Is that the right idea? Absolutely. Um, the chaos that comes uh, from last year uh, and went all the way through every sport throughout the entire season can be avoided by having uh, these players vaccinated. Um, it's not that hard. I think time has passed to show that it's they're, they're valid, they're safe, and they're effective. So I, I think it's the right thing to do. I think uh, the um, commissioner of the Big 12 stated it first, and I think all of them are going to follow. Got to remember, Ken, this comes right from the top. President to AD to commissioner, to coaches, to players. This has got to be done to save not only football, but all of the sports in the fall. We're seeing a lot of coaches uh, tell media, hey, it's a player's choice. It's a player's choice. It's a player's choice. I was actually um, really, really disappointed in Conference USA media days where pretty much every coach walked that line. It's their, co- their, their choice, their choice, and really no indication of how many of a roster has been vaccinated. Would it, would it be illegal to mandate vaccines for student-athletes? Uh, there are in some states. The state of Florida has it illegal, according to our governor, but uh, we, we mandate that uh, – Children and students are mandate, uh, vaccinated in all areas. Now, let's, let's be real. Let's talk about the realization of what they say in the public. The, quote, volunteer workouts in the NFL, the, quote, it's up to you individually, uh, not only going to be scarlet letter because they're going to be the one with the mask, they're the ones going to be tested. And if they get sick, who are the teammates going to look at to cause them to miss a game? Yeah. Those players. So there's going to be a lot of pressure from within the players to get this done. But uh, I think they have to walk that line, particularly in states like like Florida, that the governor has passed a law saying neither private or public entities can mandate vaccines. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now, you just hope that, I mean, uh, both you and I have a vested interest in FAU, and you hope that the season's able to go off and do so uh, unflinchingly, but you never know. You, you just absolutely, absolutely never know. And this is going to be a dicey football season, I think. There's a lot of ground to be made up. Here with Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates personal injury attorney. He's our sports law and sports agent insider here on Ken Levick Alive. One more here about colleges, because we've talked about the expanded playoff, uh, the initial proposal had home sites as the first round stadiums and I love that idea I think that's pure college football but not surprisingly the Bulls now look like they want to be first round sites and expand that bull footprint do you think ultimately just from a money standpoint and a legal standpoint the Bulls are going to supersede here I don't know I think from a money standpoint uh, the money may be generated more at a home field uh, in terms of that, the Bulls obviously have a lot of history, and they, these entities have put a lot of time and money into making these Bulls successful as well as the people that make them successful. I think there needs to be a synergy between them where they can make it happen for both. I like the idea of home field. That's going to be difficult with the Bulls because they have such unique locations. Uh, finally here, let's talk about Aaron Rodgers. We do this a lot. Uh, ESPN reporting he turned down a deal that would have made him the highest-paid player in the NFL, would have locked him into Green Bay for five seasons, and he gave them a flat-out no. Is that the final indication that the Packers need to start moving here on Aaron Rodgers, and if they want any value, they got to get going? Yeah, I think that was offered him many, many days ago, even probably months ago. Uh, to make him the highest paid. Uh, I mean, I think he's walking the path of former uh, NFL legends. You know, Manning's 13 years in Indianapolis. He left on good terms, wins the Super Bowl. Brady, 20 years, wins wins the Super Bowl. And then Rodgers, I think he's done. I said that from the while, that uh, he keeps speak, speaking glowingly of, of Jordan Love. To me, that's the quintessential sign that he's gone. I. Uh- there, whatever team gets him, if he is indeed traded, you want him in training camp enough, a long enough time to at least get some reps with that offense because he is going to be the starting quarterback. If you're a team and you see that, like you're really moving right now, right? Yeah, because the fact is uh, he needs to be somewhere, but if they trade him, they're going to get players that need to be in with Green Bay. Sure. Uh, sure. Obviously, they're going to pick up some some players, possibly uh, draft picks, obviously. Uh, so it's kind of for both, but obviously Aaron Rodgers being with a team, uh, I could see uh, he can assimilate with any team. I, I love the way Aaron Rodgers plays the game. Uh, I think he's going to Denver. I think that's going to happen. Doesn't hurt that John Elway's up there in management. That's my that's my pick there, Ken. You're picking the Broncos. All right, write it down. Pat Lawler going Rodgers to the Broncos. All right, perfect. I will. Here's what I'll do next week. Uh, hopefully the nothing nothing final with Rogers happens but next week I'll give you my pick uh and then let's uh, a friendly oh, wager you're maybe gonna keep us hanging yeah it, this is called a tease in the radio business pat and uh we'll put some jack daniels on it okay I love it. I love Jack Dan. He's a great coach, great guy. I hope he does real well with Newman. <laughs> oh, Pat, I love it. All right, buddy, I'll let you get on to your day. Thank you for jumping on. Thanks for uh, adjusting here at the last minute for us as well. We'll talk to you next Tuesday, okay? Ken, get the shrimp cocktail. 
<laughs> I'm on it. I am on it, Pat. I am on it. Thank you, you know to Pat what I'm Lawler. Talking about. All right. I know. <laughs> See you. Pat Lawler, Lawler Associates, personal injury attorneys. Uh, WantalawyerUp.com. WantalawyerUp.com. Look at that. Pat's like a co-host now. Uh, WantalawyerUp.com for Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys. Decades of trial experience. If you're involved in a slip and fall, uh, an automobile accident, a boating accident, or any personal injury matter. It's Pat Lawler, Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys. Again, wanttolawyerup.com. He's our sports agent and sports law insider here on Ken Levicka Live. Want to thank Coquel, who hopefully hasn't been choked to death by Dabo Swinney in Charlotte by now. Uh, also, Joe Rigotti in the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios for keeping this thing moving. Illinois head coach Brett Bielema and, of course, Pat Lawler. I'm Ken Levicka. We'll do it again tomorrow from Indianapolis at Big Ten Media Days, part of the Capital One Orange Bowl Media Tour presented by Duffy's Sports Grill. We'll say goodbye from Lucas Oil Stadium for now. I'm Ken Levicka. We've been live on ESPN 106.3. Goodbye.